The last week in Ole Miss football recruiting has been extremely pivotal. Lane Kiffin has done exactly what he needed to do. And with the commitment of Trevor Jackson, Ole Miss has their quarterback. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. And also, this show is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College and get twenty percent off or twenty dollars off your first purchase wherever you want to go. And we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Anyway. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is a special live stream edition, opening of college football edition of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I understand that everybody probably has a corner eye on the Navy-Notre Dame game that is going on right now, but Trevor Jackson has committed to the Ole Miss Rebels, completing the trifecta that was Camarion Franklin, and then Nareel White, and now Trevor Jackson. This is a very good week for Ole Miss football, and we'll talk exactly what's going on with that. But when you look at where this class is, I think there are 20 or 21 commitments right now, somewhere around the top 20, give or take a couple of spots. They're kind of where they want to be, especially with how prolific they have been in the transfer portal. They're exactly where they honestly they need to be. And there's going to probably be some big game hunting on down the line. Now, I really, really like this Trevor Jackson um, commitment. When Demond Williams was committed to Ole Miss and everything that was going on, I was excited about that. Um, he was a little bit undersized, but he showed a little bit of moxie that you could use. He he elite eleven in Oxford, Mississippi. He was completely all in. And then Ole Miss took the commitment of Austin Simmons, and that kind of scared him off. Good player. I understand with quarterbacks you you kind of like draw a red line of what you're willing to put up with as far as competition. And Ole Miss obviously crossed that line with DeMond. It doesn't appear that that is a situation that is similar with Trevor Jackson. He knows that he is going to compete. He was an Elite 11 finalist. He won the rail competition at the Elite 11 um, Orlando camp. He is really good at being an accurate thrower in the, what's the word? the hole, the dead zone in the cover two to where you hit like 17 yards downfield in between the cornerback and the safety. He is really good at that. Now we're going to try and play some highlights here, and I hope there's no audio in there. If that happens, we'll just like Camarion Franklin will be unable to do it. But we'll see what happens when we try and show this Trevor Jackson stuff. All right. When you look at what he is as a player, and he is somebody that is extremely accurate. He is basically built in the lab for this Lane Kiffin offense. He is extremely athletic, extremely strong arm. He might have the strongest arm in the 2023 class or 2024 class. But you can see how he is athletic and how he can completely take over games. Now, yes, I'm going to say this and everybody's going to say, Steve, come on. Yes, I understand that RG3 is a generational level athlete. I, I get that. That's that's not what I'm saying. 
he is a similar style quarterback as RG3, is running, is passing, the strong arm, the stuff that he did at Baylor. Trevor Jackson can do similar type things at the college level. And we don't know what Ole Miss's quarterback room is going to look like next year. We all assume different things that's going to happen. But nothing is to say that Jackson Dart can't come back. Jackson Dart still has another year of eligibility. We'd like to see Jackson Dart throw for 35 um, touchdowns and 3,500 yards because that means that Ole Miss's football season went extremely well. But Jackson Dart, even if he does that, can say, hey, I really enjoyed playing college football. And if you want to see how somebody could actually think that, look what Eli Manning did at Ole Miss. He decided to come back. So what I'm about to say is acknowledging also that many different scenarios could happen. It happened at LSU when Jaden Daniels came back. That ended up Walker Howard transferred to Ole Miss in part because of Jaden Daniels coming back. But at the end of the season, we would all like to see Jackson Dart do really well and go pro. Not because we have anything against Jackson Dart. That just, like I said, it would be good for the Ole Miss football program. It would honestly be good for Jackson Dart. There was articles that were that started coming out a couple of weeks ago of whether or not Jackson Dart is the third best quarterback in college football. Is he the number three draft pick behind um, Drake May and Caleb Williams? And if that happens, Jackson Dart is the top quarterback in the SEC. And, and a little spoiler work about Monday's show, but um, that is a, a definite possibility. So when he is at the head of your quarterback room, and you look at it, it's like, okay, Spencer Sanders, he's gone. This is the last bullet in his gun. No matter what happens, Spencer's gone. If Jackson goes pro, you have a quarterback competition that is likely between Walker Howard and Austin Simmons with a third-string quarterback of Trevor Jackson. This is why Trevor Jackson is an important signing, that number three quarterback, because let's say Walker Howard wins the quarterback job in the spring. Now, it's not Lane Kiffin's goal, basically, to announce that and give time for that to happen, but there's a chance that Austin Simmons has his one-time transfer. So Trevor Jackson legitimately could be the 2024 backup quarterback. That's a long way for me to say that, but that that's kind of what I want to look at. And with that happens and the development that can happen and, and the excitement that you see in this prospect's face, you can see where he is in a position to where he is going to kind of go all out. He's going to recruit. We've seen what Andy Jaffe has done, who has been a terrific quarterback down here at Clearwater Central Catholic. I think I'm seeing him on September 22nd or something like that against Sebring High School. I'm going to see Trevor Jackson on September 8th in um, Kissimmee against Osceola High School. I will actually get to lay eyes on Trevor Jackson as a prospect. Um, probably and likely will be the only one to do that. So I'll actually be able to see exactly what he looks like. Now, Jones High School in Winter Garden, Florida, they have some dudes. They have a defensive lineman that's committed to Texas. There's players down here. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what Trevor Jackson does for Jones High School. Really, really good football player. Really good football player. Now, when you look at what he can bring and what he does, right, um, when you look at what 
I don't know is his strength. And I think his strength is as probably his arm and it, he runs as a secondary type player. If you look at his rankings, he is a four-star player on on three ESPN and rivals um, three-star on two, four, seven, but about the same area um, of quarterback ranking. Now ESPN, this is something that I think is interesting, interesting and something we should keep an eye on. Okay. He is from winter garden, Florida, which is a suburb of Orlando. Orlando is the home of the Under Armour All-American game. ESPN has him rated as the number nine quarterback in the country, which means if you take all of those into consideration, there's a chance that Trevor Jackson could end up being in the Under Armour All-American game. When it's all said and done, he could end up being there uh, and he could be a player that we are looking at because the ESPN ranking, they're really tight with the Under Armour people. And the fact that he is ranked that high maybe lets you know there's a card up their sleeve as well. Rivals has him as the 120th player in the country. ESPN has him as the 203rd player in the country. On three has him as a four-star. 247 has him as a highly rated three-star. In fact, 247, if he gets much higher at all, if he moves up any rankings at all, pretty much, he's going to move in that four-star territory as well. Good player um, that Lane Kiffin was able to get, and he is the he was the highest uncommitted quarterback in this year's class. All right, I do want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by the Game Time Ticketing Sports app. They do a fantastic job, and we are getting up to like some some hairy things where you're trying to find a ticket, and sometimes when a ticket is in demand, like Ole Miss could be at the end of September, the prices can get a little bit out of control. They're a little bit over market value. We get that. But the LSU game is sold out. So what does that mean? Well, Game Time, the ticketing app, is the place for last-minute ticketing, ticketing deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Now, it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. I have trouble saying that for some reason. You can get images of your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Just two taps and you're set. Click, click. You're done. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. So download the Game Time app, create your account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE and get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, all one word, for 20% off. Download Game Time today. Get your last-minute tickets for the lowest price, guaranteed. And that's going to be a really, really handy thing with um, the LSU game coming up and how difficult of a ticket um, that could be. As that is a $20 off situation, you might be able to save yourself a little money there. The two-part Ultimate College Football Preview is now live on Locked On SEC. Mention that I am fighting for you. Yes, I'm absolutely doing that. I am doing it. There's so much condescension that happens on the Locked On po- um, shows about Ole Miss sports. And I try and fight the good fight, but sometimes it doesn't work. But I'll always do my best. Available episodes are on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. They're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. 
All right, we're talking about Trevor Jackson, who just committed to the Ole Miss Rebels on the first segment we showed you a little bit. We're going to show you a little bit more right now. Trevor Jackson like is an interesting prospect um, as a quarterback. He is not afraid to throw the ball, even if a player is in between him and the wide receiver. He is really good at getting the ball up and over, which is can be a difficult thing for high school-level quarterbacks. It is He is a quarterback that has a chance to be really good, and the strength of his arm means that he's going to be pretty effective in the RPO game because you can make the decision later. You don't have to get it out. If you have um, a light arm, let's say Danny Werfel is playing modern quarterback. Um, in the RPO system, he'd have to make that decision very early um, because of the strength of his arm. That's not going to be a problem for Trevor Jackson. That's the reason I say he is built in a lab for this Lane Kiffin offense. What he can do is pretty impressive indeed. Now, I'm very, very fired up about what this means as far as having another high school quarterback come in. Austin Simmons, the first high school quarterback that Ole Miss signed since Luke Altmyer. He has come in and flashed all camp. I talked about that. They just do it differently in Florida right now. It might be the number of good players that are in this state, but quarterback play in Florida is actually really, really good. So Austin Simmons gets a lot of credit for what they did. I, I expect Trevor Jackson to have a similar type camp um, and get to Ole Miss and flash a little bit and compete for that third string job. I explained what I expected um, essentially with the multiple quarterbacks in the Ole Miss system. So we'll see with Tre Trevor Jackson moving forward. Now, the next question that we have is, what does this mean? What is the next step? Who are the flip targets? Because Trevor Jackson mentioned specifically going after flips. And I think they are. And there's probably one or two players that Ole Miss will probably try and land moving forward. I think number one on that list of players that they're going to try and flip is Jimothy Lewis, the offensive lineman out of IMG. There's another offensive lineman out of IMG they're going to work on as well. But the main prospect that I think they're going to try and flip is Jimothy Lewis. And with Andy Jaffe, who is, like I said, an all-star recruiter at this point, uh, he, he's just an animal. Um, Trevor Jackson is going to, it sounds like he's going to get involved as well. There is a presence developing in Central Florida for Ole Miss, and whether it's Orlando or Clearwater, all of that, there's a presence that is developing. And down at IMG, IMG is like 60 minutes away from where Andy Jaffe sits right now. It's about two hours away from where um, Trevor Jackson sits right now. There's going to be a relationship that happens. We'll see if Jimothy Lewis, if he signs in December and if he's in an all-star game, because I do think there's a chance that you can see both of them playing as well. So, We'll see exactly how that goes. I do think Jimothy Lewis is definitely a flip candidate. I think um, Braylon Burnside is going, they're going to try and do it, but there's probably not a world that exists where Mississippi State is going to allow a third consecutive player from Starkville to go to the University of Mississippi. I don't know if their ego could handle that. And we'll see exactly what happens there. All right, we're going to go into the comments and talk a little bit about that as well. Um, 
Let's see, Jamarcus Lewis. So, looking in the chat, what's going on? We got some Auburn trolls that are popping into the chat. That's okay. That's great. Um, there is nothing really questions right now in the chat that's really worth putting up at the moment, but I'm glad everybody is joining the chat in D and it should be a lot of fun and, um, as a recruiting thing for um, Trevor Jackson. It's a really good day for Ole Miss football. It, it genuinely is. There, there's no way that you can overstate or understate how important this was for the Ole Miss Rebels. You have a situation to where Lane Kiffin has almost shed that identity of the, honestly, the portal king, although he's still there. That's still a thing. That's still something that could happen. And what is going on in the high school ranked where they're, they're doing some real damage. Now they grab Camarion Franklin, who is an absolute big fish. He had a big win. I think last night um, against Lewisburg. Um, I saw some video, video highlights online, good players. We have a couple people that are going to come on and maybe talk about that um, over the course of the week. And people that have reached out on Twitter want to do that, but Nareel White, I think um, he struggled a little bit against Van Cleve, but Nareel White at St. Martin, he's going to be fine. Like I said, built in a lab to be a slot receiver in the Lane Kiffin offense. And now you have a quarterback in Trevor Jackson that can absolutely have the goods, absolutely good at throwing the football. He is absolutely a passer, and I've said that word about seven times. So I'm really fired up about exactly what Ole Miss can do. We talked about potential flips down the road. We've talked about what the quarterback room might look like in the near future. We have talked about a ton of stuff. And it's important to realize that 2024 is just such a massive year for Ole Miss football. It just, it just genuinely is. And let me explain why. 2023 is super important. I think Ole Miss should maximize that as well. But 2024, the first year of the 12-team playoff, Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league, Ole Miss competing for that game. Let's say the opening weekend of the college football playoff. Ole Miss has made that playoff. And they are playing a home game against, let's say, Oregon. Let's say USC, although USC is scheduled to come to Oxford anyway. Let's say Michigan, for whatever reason, has dropped down to that level and is coming to Oxford. That is going to be the biggest football game in the history of the University of Mississippi. That is going to be everything that we have hoped for and everything we have built for on steroids. It's absolutely magnificent indeed. It is a super, super deal. And I really enjoy going through these quarterbacks and, and, and getting all this done as well. Probably is not good for what's going on right now at Ole Miss with our neighbors to the South probably isn't good um, for our neighbors and from West Georgia. It probably isn't good for um, even Alabama, even LSU to see Ole Miss recruiting at a level like this. This is a big moment for Ole Miss football and everybody should be excited. Do not, do not try and figure out a way that this is not something. If you're, if you, if you try to downplay, the last three commitments. If there is a comma, but 
It's like, hey, Camarian Franklin committed to Ole Miss, but it's August. I don't want to hear it. It is better to have a commitment than not have a commitment. Um, it is easier. Um, Ole Miss is going to use this as momentum moving forward. And players that committed in June, in May, that momentum is going to happen and this whole season has a chance to happen. So pay attention to visits. I had Brian Smith on the show earlier, and he said, as the football season, what you need to pay attention to are visits in September. <clears throat> Give them the do that they need, okay? Make sure that a player that is committed to your school or a player that you're um, recruiting is coming to Ole Miss, especially with that LSU game being at the end of the month. Ole Miss is, it looks like trying to package that together and make that into a weekend. And them doing that, it'll be very, very important indeed. So, let's see. We got um, Jason Simmons um, commenting in the chat. He is a CEO of Dead Soxy. He was had a video that we put out this morning about Ole Miss's NIL community. Um, Jason was nice enough to do that as well. And it is pretty good. So we'll take some questions right now. Go through here. We will not take the troll one, so don't waste your effort on that one, buddy. Um, let's see. So, All right, Roland Moore said, why do you think Kiffin won't announce Dart as the starter? Well, I think I, – I, I don't know that. Everybody assumes it's Dart – is he playing games with Mercer? Is he playing games with Tulane? Is he trying to get the most mileage out of it? I do not know. It's a situation to where maybe they're trying to keep Spencer around a little bit. Maybe that's in the plans until like the drop ad date passes. I, I do not know. I, I genuinely do not know that. I think that the first snap is going to be taken by Jackson Dart in the Mercer game, and whether or not Lane Kiffin announces anything, I don't know if that's going to change. The only thing that leads people to have pause at all about what's going on is that the person making the decision about it is not talking about it. So that is interesting indeed. So let's see. Guyton Bush says, what else do we need out of this upcoming class? Um, with the transfer portal, Things have changed in the last five years. And used to, whenever we followed recruiting back, heck, when Eli was the quarterback. And if Ole Miss did not fill a need, Ole Miss just did not fill that need. If you needed offensive linemen and you did not fill feel, feel the role of offensive linemen, you were just SOL. There's just nothing you could do. Now, in high school recruiting, Let's say that Ole Miss needs offensive linemen, okay, just hypothetically. And for whatever reason, that just doesn't happen. And on signing day, there's no offensive lineman got. And you will see on, online people melting down about not getting offensive linemen. But the reality is you still have two cycles, two recruiting cycles, the early transfer portal period and the late transfer portal period to fill those needs. It's almost gotten to the point where high school recruiting is before halftime in recruiting and roster construction. So it's going to be interesting. And I've told people all the time that if you draw a red line on the piece of paper and if you are a player above that line, 
Lane Kiffin will recruit you. It doesn't matter if you're high school, if you're college, if you're JUCO, if you're from Canada, it does not matter. He will recruit you at that point. And I, I think our mindset needs to change a little bit about roster construction because, I mean, this guy has built the best roster that anybody that is an Ole Miss fan has seen that is under the age of 70. I mean, that that is where we are right now. That's not even including 2024, which everything looks like it's going to be a doozy of a class as well. So we'll see exactly how that goes. Um, let's see. Let's see, Grace Baker, um, did Prince get hurt or something? It's not hurt. He um there was some disciplinary stuff happening. Apparently, he's practicing again. Um, we don't know if he's going to play. We don't know the amount of the expense suspension, but we think something is going to happen. So with Deshaun Gaddy and Zamari Walton, we're feeling pretty good in that position anyway. So let's see. He got somebody <laughs> making up stuff in the chat. I've never met Derek Mix, but Nick's buddy. Uh, so somebody obviously trolling in the chat trying to do that. Um, let's see. All right. Um, the chat looks like it is drying up a little bit. We are going to end this episode. We are going to live stream. If anything major happens again, and Jamarcus, you're more than welcome to join the party as much as you want to. We appreciate the view, buddy. And um, everybody else, we appreciate you coming by as well. And we will have a lot of fun moving forward. This is going to be a major, major season. We have two major sponsors that we are potentially going to announce in the coming weeks about Locked On Ole Miss. Um, stay tuned for that, and we are going to grow. Our, our idea is to become the dominant voice in Ole Miss football, period. We're already the probably the most populous. I think 170,000 people, 175,000 people are going to tune into the show in the month of August when this is all said and done. We are trending towards that number, which we are very excited about. Um, and sponsors are starting to take notice as well. Um, so it should be pretty good. So thank you very much for tuning in. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. You keep doing what you're doing. We're going to find a way to be creative about it. So take care. Have a good day. And, of course, hotty toddy.